0: We present the News Quiz with your chairman, Simon Hoggart.
1: Hello and welcome again to the News Quiz. We start with an ad seen in the Sunday supplement read by Corrie Caulfield.
0: Superb quality men's crease resist trousers. These generously cut trousers are beautifully tailored with one button envelope back pocket, zip fly, belt loops and parallel legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks to Gene Allen of Western Supermare for sending us that. Let's meet the teams now. Please welcome first on my right, Linda Smith and Clive Anderson. <laughs> Facing them, Francis Ween and John O'Farrell. <laughs> Linda, you get the easiest question of the night. What's got two legs, two arms, weighs six pounds twelve ounces, and improves your electoral standing? <laughs> Do you with on this one? Oh, I don't
2: know. It's a tricky one. Yeah. I may need your razor-sharp legal brain on this one. <laughs> uh, well, it's little baby Leo, isn't it? Born to the Blairs, and um, giving uh, Tony Blair, apparently, a, a bit of a leg up in the polls. Uh, before he was born, Blair was sort of a bit down in the popularity polls, and then as soon as Leo was born, popularity was soaring again. So um, I'm just hoping... My worry here is that William Hague, who looks like a giant old baby (laughs) isn't going to get any ideas about this and thinking he can cash in on this baby boom by walking around Parliament in a baby grow and (laughs) it's a scary thought really isn't it so I suppose really probably Tony's thinking well you know if Cherie has a few days rest maybe they could have another couple before the election (laughs) just to seal the old deal
3: it's nice actually they've named him Leo after the Lion King
4: I think <laughs> no, actually, Leo was the book's favourite name. It was uh, two to one at uh, Ladbrokes. The odds shortened dramatically after Tony Blair was seen coming out, having put ten grand on it.
2: Uh... I had a tenor
4: on Lionel. On uh, Lionel, yeah. Lionel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no sense of humour, those Blair's.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see that statement that Cherie put out? I mean, afterwards, um, saying she hadn't remembered what an ordeal Labour could be. <laughs> Obviously, obviously, he hasn't spoken to Frank Dobson yes. lately, tomorrow. But you mustn't be cynical, because they were so sweet, the photographs. You think uh, were, yes, and but They're all cynicism that a... Blair hates so much has melted away. It uh-huh. has. Lovely, lovely. The... I mean, he was so cuddly and cute, and baby looked all right.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the first time Downing Street has been the home to the patter of tiny feet since Colin Moynihan was a minister. <laughs> <laughs> and with little Leo just a week old he can look forward to David Blunkett popping round with the first exam paper. <laughs> so, two points cylinder, Clive, which lottery winner wasn't so much celebrating as ailing? Well, if I admit I don't know the
3: answer to this, if I brought a baby along, would I still get the points? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I, I do know what this is. This unfortunately, is Bob Ailing. He's had a bad uh, millennium so far, hasn't he? Because he was running, at the beginning of the year, he was happily running British Airways, uh, though they've uh, lost a lot of money recently, and he's been sacked from that. And, uh, For some reason, he's not being allowed to run the dome either or play his part in the dome either. I think there's a job here. When Cherie uh, Blair is back on her feet after the baby, I think she'll be able to bring a sort of action on behalf of Bob Ayling and the other woman who was sacked from running the dome because uh, in the Prime Minister's question sign this week, it was said it was a success, and yet they've sacked both the chief executive and the chairman and, and everybody else it other than ministers. So, so I, we get, I think Sheree Blair, who specialises in employment law, can... Uh, it's dismissal it, unfair dismissal case. Yeah, be see, brilliant. They're,
6: they're
2: using success in the sense of dismal failure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it's not a very often used sense of the word.
6: It, is, it, is,
4: it was the most visited no. site in Britain, the Dome, after... Um, but everyone a double, oh, look no. at a
2: car crash. You can't yeah, stop yeah. ghoulish curiosity, can you? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently,
3: each visitor is subsidised to the tune of £90. If you add up the subsidy and divide up the number of visitors, it's £90 per visitor. So I've, I haven't been, so I'm just sending in for 45 quid and I
1: won't bother. Yeah. <laughs> John, who thinks he's got a scheme to see new Labour pensioned off? Ah, uh, yes, this is um, William
4: Hague, is, um offering a fortune to um, pensioners to vote for him. There's 11 million pensions out there. And the uh, two main parties have got into a sort of bidding war. Who can offer the most? Uh, Labour are saying, we'll give you five quid. And well, Hague's going, well, we'll give you ten quid, plus more interesting videos at the post office. Um... LAUGHTER and Labour go, OK, t- for ten quid, watching videos of the post office and the right to wear overcoats all summer long. <laughs> Less fiddly money. <laughs> and uh, uh, high-speed stair lifts. And uh, we can't afford it, and it's all going to end in tears. When it comes to polling day, they're both going to try and get their votes. And they say, oh dear, I'm not going out. Uh, so they're not going to vote anyway. <laughs> but he's only got, he, he
5: can only afford to give them this rise in the pension because he's going to take away everything else he's going That's to cancel right. their free television licence, their Christmas bonus gone as well. he's going to sell them into slavery put them up the chimney <laughs> <laughs> and they're supposed to be grateful, which they are
2: there is a slight difference in the two parties' approaches because the Labour Party are adding a more gaming element to it like you get the free TV licence mm. and there's more of a supermarket sweep effect yes. so. <laughs> they win their waiting cat food laughter <laughs> The Tories are just banking on people forgetting how vile the Tories always are to pensioners. Really think what well, they're getting on? They're getting no younger. They'll have forgotten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> William Hay claimed that New Labour regarded pensioners as uncool, whereas under the Tories, many of them were just freezing. <laughs> Francis, listen to your piece of music. <laughs> China in your hand by DePau. Francis, why has Bill Clinton got China in his hand? Uh Aha. Congress has just passed this bill
5: giving China, most favoured nation status, some permanent trade relations with America. And it's been a huge issue over there. People saying, oh, well, you know, if you do this, you have no leverage over China. They can go around massacring people and um, you have no sanctions, you can apply against them. But um, nevertheless, it went through, not least because, um, as is well-known... Chinese have pots of money with which they buy people up in Washington. And um, very successful it was too. And the idea, the sweet, charming idea, as put in a lot of the right-wing magazines in America, is that marketisation, as they put it, and privatisation, will bring with it democracy and stability and so forth, as they showed so triumphantly um, with the Soviet Union when it became Russia. That was their policy there. Worked perfectly well, and it will work with China.
3: No movement yet on Cuba, then, in America. Sanctions are kept up against them. Well,
6: they've got to have someone
3: to kick around. China's a bit too big for that sort of treatment, I think.
1: North Korea, on the other hand, very promising. (laughs) (laughs) The Chinese are looking forward to the day when every home will have a computer, every town, a McDonald's, and every school a crazed gunman. (laughs) 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 Two points there. Clive, who believes the profits of crime shouldn't be honoured in their own land? Oh, this is one of uh, many
3: hundreds of different proposals that are coming out at the moment from both parties in a sort of grand bidding auction for who can be nastiest to to criminals and uh, crack down on them. This, for some reason, was announced by Mo Mowlam. I'm not quite sure why Jack Straw didn't get to do this one or the Lord Chancellor or somebody, but they're going to seize the assets of criminals. And um, I think working on the assumption that all crime is done by sort of Mr Biggs, who've got millions of pounds, which they haven't taken the precaution of sending to the Cayman Islands first... We're going to get all this money and we able to run the entire country on a few bank heists. But the weakness in the whole system is that an awful lot of criminals do their crime because they're short of money or they owe it to the bookie or something or they nip straight around the pub and
1: drink it or they pay off their debts. So there aren't many assets to seize once you get to them. Merlin has announced that the English courts will soon be empowered to seize all the profits of crime, a job which until now has been done by barristers. (laughs) Dr. Merlin said she saw no reason why millions of people should work hard for a living while a few live a life of luxury built upon the misery of others. Though it always worked for John Burt. <laughs> oh, you're brave now, aren't you now?
3: <laughs> Five years. We were brave with him. Five years of sucking up to the boss. We were brave.
6: <laughs> we were brave
3: Greg, all the time. What about yeah, Greg from... Dyke then? What do you think about him? <laughs> Greg Dyke, eh? Go on, say something about Greg Dyke. Go on. Yeah. You're so big. And a shock announcement by the former chairman of the news
1: quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Dr Merlem also announced that the government... I <laughs> <laughs> wish you would laugh at something broadcast.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dr Merlem is the government minister in charge of drugs policy despite her admission that she once took cannabis. It's believed that Tony Blair assumed her confession she'd experimented with a little weed was a reference to Peter Mandelson. <laughs> John, your piece of music.
6: You're no good, you're no good, you're no good, baby, you're no good. I'm gonna say it out loud, you're no good, you're no good, you're no good, baby,
1: you're no good. You're no good by the swinging blue jeans, swinging parallel trousers. (laughs) John, apart from 50 million viewers, who else thinks ITV is no good?
4: Ah, uh, yes, this is um, some TV regulatory body telling... ITC. ITC, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, the ITC have uh, told um, ITV that their programmes were of very low quality, and this was then made into a programme called the TV Regulators from Hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> and David uh, Lidderman was sort of hauled before the committee and said, you know, are your programmes a bit lowbrow? And uh, he said, can I phone a friend? <laughs> um, so... so it's basically ITV is uh, uh, not very good, is the answer. Mm-hmm. So which programmes were they talking about on ITV?
3: Well,
5: that Trevor McDonald one, <laughs> tonight, supposedly serious current affairs. and In fact, it's Richard and Judy, but without the gravitas. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well,
5: without the Judy, anyway. Let's... And the only thing, thing that's it, holding it together is this, who wants to be a millionaire? Which mm-hmm. is that, when I was in America last week, I saw, you know, that it's now a huge hit in America on ABC over there. And one night I saw it, and this chap used up all his lifelines just to get to $300.
2: I thought that fireman, who won the most money of all, I thought he was very charming and intelligent and handsome, if he's listening. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But the questions in America are really easy, aren't they? It's for half a million dollars, what is your name?
5: (laughs) That poor chap on Mastermind years ago, what's your name? Pass. Magnus Magnuson said, no, what's your name? Pass
3: George Pass. That one. Was good to hear that one again.
6: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Another
2: chance to it was, hear. It was a golden age,
3: wasn't
6: it? <laughs>
3: that was when John Burt was running it, though. Oh, <laughs> that is crap compared to the present director. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the? Uh... What's the editor of The Guardian like then, Simon? Because uh,
6: <laughs> so
3: Tall with glasses. Yeah. Good employer, is he? He's, he's
1: loyal to his staff? Kind, <laughs> wise, good, true. Because you might be relying Visionary on him <laughs> The scores at the end of round two are everybody eight points. And we, so- <laughs> we start round three with the front page of a museum's public information leaflet.
0: Welcome to the Josephine and John Bowes Museum. Our toilets are on the first floor. Check information boards for the day's activities. <laughs> Thanks to Margaret Wix of Bishop Auckland for that. Linda,
1: which university seems to think our friends from the north should stay there?
2: Ah, yes, this is Magdalen College, Oxford, who have turned down in successive years two georgie girls, who did really, really well in their exams, and they were turned down for sort of quite vague reasons. But obviously they weren't very good, because they were both offered places by some deadbeat university called Harvard. And uh, Oxford are saying, oh, no, it's not snobbery. They're saying they think it's because of the way they spoke, that Oxford thought it was a bit down market for them, and... uh, I don't think a college that calls itself Magdalene when it is in fact Magdalene is in any position to criticise someone else's accent. word is quite clearly Magdalene. When you have a few gins, you don't get Magdalene drunk, do you? <laughs> it's not Reginald Magdalene. I, th- so, I, think
3: I think you're missing the point here on this story. I don't, <laughs> I don't, the spelling of the college is that important.
2: Uh, I, I actually think it is. I think it's <laughs> the most important thing here.
3: Do they still have ucker forms? Is that what you do when you're filling in your... Ap- UCAS. Sorry. sorry that,
2: that's New- pronounced Mardlin. No, it's yes. not. <laughs> So, so if you're really clever
3: these days, you put Oxford and Harvard down on your on your form. You don't sort of run through the British universities; you just pick out the most famous five. wrestlers... or uh, not wrestlers. universities. What
4: did you do at university?
3: Yeah. I out yeah. a lot. Mind, um, the...
2: Mind you, now with the renaming of polytechnics, Harvard probably used to be Loughborough, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> different now, isn't it? Leicester is the Sorbonne
0: now. <laughs>
6: Maudlin.
1: Laura Spence from Tyneside is away to Harvard to study medicine after being rejected by Oxford University. Maudlin College denied rejecting her because she was from the North, adding some of their very best students have come from Watford. (laughs) Clive, listen to this.
6: I'm looking through you.
1: it modern for Clive, that. Why why might the latest development in medical technology prove a little hard to swallow?
3: Oh, yes. This is bizarre, isn't it? Um, This has been developed at the Royal London Hospital. And if they need to give you an internal examination now, instead of having to swallow something nasty like a tube and lights shining down it, you can now just swallow a little pill with a tiny little camera inside it. And you, you swallow it down, and it just sort of films all your insides, all your guts and your stomach and your colon and your cecum and your... Re- all that stuff. Um, what? But the only difficulty is, the of cecum. course, you've got to... Cecum?
6: Yes. Cecum? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's me rhyming slang. All that. It's all there in your in your elementary canal. It's elementary, my dear. Along with and your ventine. Yes, and you, uh, you swallow it. But and the diffi- milligan. The difficult...
6: <laughs> that's,
3: that's a cecum. What's um, a the cecum? The... It definitely is. You've also got to swallow the, the, the cameraman who operates it. <laughs> which is,
6: uh,
2: not for the first time, either. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> 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 so, and this is a marvellous development in medical science, and it's a great leap forward.
4: And it's going to make up most of the ITV schedules in, on Sunday uh, evenings. Uh, <laughs> By a, by a freak
3: coincidence, the first person to swallow this is going to be Carol Vorderman, because uh, there's not quite enough of her on the television yet. And... Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find all that's correct, even notwithstanding barracking from my own team captain.
5: Well, they will, they'll have through-the-keyhole surgery, the boy, Grace Wooden, <laughs> saying, whose bowels are these? <laughs> it's obviously someone who
3: likes all bran. <laughs> Yes, I suppose it's as well to be the first person to use this, because uh, (laughs) you're on a waiting list at a hospital in nine months' time. You'll have seen a bit of action, won't it?
2: (laughs) You've drawn the short straw if you're the one that has to take them down to Boots for processing.
3: (laughs) It arrives at your Boots for processing. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's right. I haven't just made all that up in some... Bizarre dream.
1: No, no, large parts of it are almost correct. <laughs> News that the Israeli scientist Gavriel Idan and doctors at the Royal London Hospital have co-developed a tiny capsule that can be swallowed like a pill to relay video images from inside the body. Two points to Clive. John, who aggressively insisted that sitting down is no longer child's play? There's a report by someone who said that musical chairs
4: was a bad game for um, children to play because um, a nursery school, the one who pushed the other children out of the way always won. And so the nursery teachers were winning every time. Um, so um, everyone slept on this and says, political correctness gone mad. They say, political correctness gone mad. And now everyone's up in arms about it. And um, but it's, th- it's Labour Party policy, isn't it, John? No, it's not Labour Party. Margaret Hodge disowned it very quickly, I think you'll find, even well, though she was there at the launch of this leaflet.
3: I thought I thought she was speaking out in favour of it. She, she was, was saying this is a very, very good place. No, 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 no
4: more musical chairs, have musical sofas and you will add sofas Musical so everyone, And more, and, more and, people can win. I have to say I think the whole way that News Quiz is organized is too competitive. I mean, why do we have to have a loser? And why does it have to be me and Francis? <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's all to do with non competitiveness and she wants to introduce some very complicated system of proportional representation and single transferable chairs. <laughs> so um, no-one
1: gets left out.
5: We but did new assistant Frank
3: Dobson would even get
1: to win. <laughs> <laughs> Educationalists were quick to defend musical chairs, saying the mad scramble for the few seats perfectly prepares children for the experience later in life of riding on privatised trains. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, who's been granted some serenity from the hurly-burly of Hollywood life.
2: I saw I was just a little bit overcome with emotion there, thinking about this terrible thing that's happened. Um... <laughs> Apparently, Liz Hurley, the well-known dress wearer, um, and Hugh Grant, the well-known man who stands next to a woman in dress, um, splitting up, and it's heartbreak all round. Going to be a bit of a struggle over who gets custody of the talent, but... (laughs)
3: They're, not sleeping, they're just having a trial separation
2: so... by living in the same house and having lots of uh, cameras trained at them mm. uh, that should help, I think that's in the relate pamphlet of if your relationship is going through a bit of a sticky patch the best thing is announce to the waiting press and uh, use every photo opportunity, apparently it's a healing process
4: yeah, but the papers were quite scathing about their relationship actually, they said it was a um, media creation, uh, a point they made again on pages two, three, four, seven, <laughs> and on the big split centrefold pull out you know <laughs>
2: of a come down these days, isn't it? Like, they're described as our most glamorous showbiz couple. And you think, well, at one time, that would have been Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, who actually made films rather than went to films. <laughs> <laughs> different thing, isn't it?
3: Elizabeth Taylor hasn't made a film for quite a while. She, she's, uh... she's become a dame now, hasn't she? Widow Twanky. LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: story broke. All the newspapers are running pictures of a scantily clad figure in a flimsy outfit barely held together with strategically placed (laughs) safety pins, but we've added quite enough about Leo Blair. (laughs) (laughs) Clive, why might we be hearing the call at Wimbledon of smelly balls, please? (laughs) Well, it makes a change from
3: the old new balls joke uh, at Wimbledon. Now... This is just the sort of question that normally catches me out on my occasional visits to this program, because this can't have been all over the place, but I have heard of this. A, I think it's a Danish company that has patented, as we say in the law courts, or patented, as you say, a smell. And they're selling smells all around the world. And their first one is the smell of mo- newly mown grass. And for some reason, you can have your balls impregnated. <laughs> which makes it fast, obviously. Uh, uh, LAUGHTER you can, have your, you can have your balls impregnated with the smell of new-mown grass and because the ball is striking the ground, it smells like you're playing at Wimbledon. Nonetheless, you'll still, you know, if you're British, be eliminated in the first round, so it won't make, it won't make any difference. But I think that is the story and I'm, I'm so pleased with myself for seeing such an obscure story that nobody should really have noticed. But it's also great
5: legal, you should know as a lawyer, it's a, a great legal first because it's the first... Yeah. European Union recognised trademark in a smell, because there are two smells registered in Britain as the um, whiff,
2: the whiff copyrighted. Of beer on and one is beer flights. on
5: darts, yes. There's yes. some firm is selling darts which
3: smell of beer on their, on their flights. Well, I think that's alright. I, I don't see why you can't patent smells. It's more, more sensible than patenting people's genes, which seems r- ridiculous. You know, you, you know, the thing that gives you blue eyes, you can, you know, a scientist now owns you. It's, that's madness. Don't you think? Thank you, caller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're all looking blank because it's not in this week's news. i, don't, I don't heard of that. Okay. Correct, two points. Francis, whose victory was dogged by hair-raising accusations? Some chappy, a poodle breeder by trade,
5: is facing, I think, a, se- a ban of 30 years if he's convicted. That's, um, but
3: that's only six years in, in human years. LAUGHTER <so. laughs>
5: He was accused of um, using performance enhancing substances hairspray. on his poodle, which turned out know. Hairspray. hairspray. Hairspray, yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Which is not allowed. I, mean, I had no idea that hairspray wasn't allowed in his come Bad news for old Heseltine. He's never going to enter Crufts again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Poodles don't need hairspray. They have that lovely curly sort of woolly stuff, don't they? Well, after the
6: hairspray. Yeah, but I think he yeah. You should
2: support. see them in the morning. It's all, it's a, all a mess. <laughs> bedhead they get oh, it was all uh, sticking up. in fact they did ask the poodle they said yeah. to the poodle you know are you wearing hairspray and the poodle said yes because I'm worth it <laughs>
3: If you had done a French accent as well, that would have been so good. Uh, French poodle, cat, you know. You never mind all that. What is the name of this uh, hairspray and where can you get it? That's what well, I also... That...
2: <laughs> what did you say? The dog, in question, had this sort of selective alopecia, where it's sort of big woolly bits on its legs and arms, and then a big... Yeah. And, uh, well, that's what they do with
5: poodles. It's topiary. You
3: just sort of get the old hedge clippers out. So, so what's the background? Did he win the, com- the, the... Or the poodle won the competition, and then somebody raised an
1: objection and said... Well, you should see him when he goes out in the is rain after all
6: yeah.
1: Prize poodle breeder Roger Bayliss has been accused of cheating by using a banned substance on his best of breed winner at a Welsh Kennel Club show. It was hairspray. The prize-winning poodle was called La Marca La Merle Oscar Wilde. So hairspray is probably the least of its worries. <laughs> so before we reveal the final scores, let's hear the cuttings the teams have brought along. Linda.
2: Well, thanks to Robin Bank of Cheshire for this cutting from the Daily Telegraph. Woman's battle with beetle leaves husband battered. An Israeli woman's battle with a stubborn cockroach landed her husband in hospital with severe burns, a broken pelvis and broken ribs, the Jerusalem Post reported yesterday. The wife stamped on the insect, threw it in the toilet and sprayed a full can of insecticide on it when it refused to die. Her husband later threw a cigarette end into the bowl... (laughs) igniting the insecticide fumes and seriously burning his sensitive parts. <laughs> then two ambulance men, shaking with laughter at the incident, <laughs> dropped the stretcher down the stairs, causing the other injuries.
1: <laughs> I'm
3: afraid I've got a long one, and it's, um, it's from... It's from uh, from Catherine Beaton, uh, sent a sent cutting from the Herald, Glasgow. Uh, Due to the sad inevitability of men frequently dying younger than women, the female residents of a Renfrewshire nursing home are particularly keen when there's a new man who comes to stay. A fresh face has indeed arrived at the home, and one of the women is keen to find out all about him, where he's from, what he did. Eventually, the chap admits he is recently released from prison, but she does not give up and eventually got him to admit what he was inside for. Reluctantly, he tells her, I murdered my wife with an axe. After digesting this news, she says to him, So, you're single then?
4: <laughs> Job. This is a cutting from the uh, Journal of the Welsh Black Cattle Society, something I read every week. Um, so thanks to uh, F.M. Slater of Powys for this. There's a picture of a Welsh black cow, actually, as it happens, and it says, uh, Lewis Kiriog, uh, now the property of Mr. John Pratt, whose semen is now available and has been in great demand.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Francis.
5: Simon, this is from last Saturday's Times... Trainees at the Royal Navy's premier gunnery school have been ordered to shout out, bang, instead of firing live ammunition, in an attempt to save the Ministry of Defence money. (laughs) Gunners say that the ruling, which will save £5 million over three years, is turning the Navy into a
1: laughing stock and could affect performance in action. Thank you all. Now let's look at the final scores of Francis and John with a wonderful 15, but Linda and Clive holding on to their lead. This week's winners with 16 points.
0: (laughs) And before we leave you, here's a cutting from the Scottish Mirror. A national design competition challenging students to tell a lie convincingly has been thrown into chaos after a fibbing hoaxer sent a letter to all the universities and colleges taking part, telling them it had been (laughs) cancelled. With that, goodbye. Uh, uh. Taking part in the news quiz were Linda Smith, Francis Green, Clive Anderson, and John O'Farrell. The chairman was Simon Hoggart, and the news was read by me, Cory Caulfield. The chairman's script was written by Dave Cohen, Tom Jameson, and George Poles, and the producer was Lucy Armitage. <laughs>